Time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Senior Portfolio Manager at Raymond James. She joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are the markets? Markets are in the green today. We've got the TSX up 184 points at 15,579. The S&P 500 up 36 points at 3,117. The Dow up 427 points this morning uh, at 26,170. We've got the Canadian US dollar sitting around 74 cents. We've got gold off about $32 an ounce right now, sitting at uh, 1,700 an ounce. Uh, And crude oil just flat on the day. Okay. Would you say then, Lori, that the market recovery from what you've seen so far has been V-shaped? Yeah, so far it has. I mean, if you think back to the correction or crash we had uh, uh, basically in late 2018, the recovery in 2019 was V-shaped. And so far, that's what we're seeing at this point. Uh, We're really only, uh, you know, six, seven, eight percent away, depending on what index you're looking at, uh, for a full recovery. Um, which again, a lot of investors are confused about uh, just given the uncertainty and what's going on out there. Um, but as I've been saying over the last few weeks is that the markets are very much forward looking and what the market is telling us uh, is that uh, the low in March was probably the low uh, and that investors need to look forward. And again, the situation out there is, is that so many stocks have uh, come up, uh, you need to also, you know, still look for value and be careful of what you're investing into uh, because there's a little bit of FOMO going on as well, the fear of missing out. Uh, and you just want to make sure that your portfolio is still built with quality companies that are going to survive this longer term. Yeah, what are the expectations then going forward? Uh, well, the expectations are uh, that markets uh, right now look fairly strong. Uh, breadth uh, is increasing, meaning more companies are participating in this rally. So at this, and volumes are up as well, I should say. So all of that is pointing to markets moving higher. And I didn't mention a few weeks ago, you know, there was, um, you know, some drawbacks to, to not being in the market at this point. There's a lot of investors worried about the second wave of, you know, uh, COVID and so on. And I mean, you can um, worry and worry, but the markets uh, can continue upwards. And as I say, you know, climbing a wall of, of worry. And uh, that's what we're seeing right now. And so the question is, is, is has a new bull market uh, begun at this point? Uh, I would say that's a bit too early to call. Uh, you know, this might just be momentum building on momentum at this point. So again, uh, we don't uh, see this market falling apart anytime soon. But of course, there's risks out there, uh, China and US relations, uh, and many other risks at this point. So so again, you want to have a financial advisor making sure that you're in the right sectors, as I've been saying for many, many weeks now, uh, that's of uh, utmost importance. Uh, what are the latest stats on the Canadian economy then and how COVID-19 is impacting that? Yeah, the Canadian GDP dropped by 8.2% in the first quarter, uh, which was better than earlier estimates for a 10% decline. And again, um, household consumption was the largest drag on GDP, as we can all understand, uh, with social distancing measures, job losses, and shutdowns of many industries. Uh, led to a historic decline in spending. The positive in the last little bit was uh, small business confidence has bounced back uh, due to provinces reopening and government support programs. Uh, Another worry out there is the CMHC released a forecast that housing prices could decline between 9 and 18% due to the economic weakness and and falling sales out there. And again, Canadians were highly levered before the pandemic, as we've talked about. 
Uh, and that uh, can mean that the housing market could see a bigger decline and home prices usually lag uh, the economy by many months. So it may take time for us to actually see that, uh, uh, see those prices come down even further. And what about the Bank of Canada interest rate decision today? Yeah, so they uh, they kept rates steady at uh, 0.25%. Uh, you know, they're going to keep uh, rates very low for a long time. And so what what is the implica- implication of lower rates? Uh, well, mortgage rates will stay low for some time. So that's great uh, for homeowners or people looking to uh, buy a home at this point. Uh, the drawback is, is that GICs and those uh, that look for kind of really ultra-conservative saving strategies uh, are not going to be paid very much uh, going forward. And, you know, I mean, you get these offer rates coming in uh, for a short period of time. You see the commercials on TV. But longer term, again, GICs are not a good, a good investment strategy uh, and they can be used for short term. But again, GICs are paying, you know, the 1% to 2% at this point and we don't see that going higher anytime soon. So is this a good time then to do financial planning or should people wait? Uh, definitely. I mean, I think now is a good time to uh, review your financial plan, depending on how the COVID situation has affected you. Um, you know, if there's uh, there's been a sudden change to many people, um, obviously with work uh, and home lives uh, during this kind of period of uncertainty. Uh, but some people, it's made a significant change to their finances, and that can impact their financial plan. So this is a good time to be speaking to your accountant or your financial advisor to see, you know, if you should be updating that sort of plan, because really you want to make sure that you have enough funds to get you through this to to the other side. And I know that we're still in it at this point, especially if you're a business owner. Um, But you want to take a look at how you can maybe cut some of your spending, um, ensure that you have a bit of a cushion as things are reopening here, again, so that uh, you don't run into issues uh, in the future. And updating your financial plan can help you do that. And you've got some tips as well to kind of how to stay on top of everything, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you're taking a look at your overall financial situation, I mean, you don't want to have to withdraw from your RSPs and so on, uh, your emergency funds that are meant to be for long term or retirement and so on. But if you have to, you have to, uh, would be my thought on that. Um, but also look at like the income assistance that's being provided or or various programs like the mortgage deferral, CERB, uh, you know, uh, reducing your RIF withdrawal payments, uh, delaying the tax deadline. That's helped a lot of people as well. Um, so again, consider all options that uh, you have at this time if you're running into an issue uh, short term here because of the pandemic. And again, focus on your immediate needs, you know, cut unnecessary wants, uh, eliminate non-essential expenses. I mean, many of us are spending less anyway than we were before just because simply we can't travel uh, you're not going to restaurants as much and so on. So again, and try to forecast your expenses going forward uh, just to see where you can cut. Uh, and again, three things you can do right now. Avoid decisions based on fear. Uh, find out all of your options before taking on more debt. Uh, as again, Canadians are so indebted at this point. And always talk uh, to your bank uh, lender or your financial advisor uh, about your entire financial situation. Right. You mentioned uh, RIFs there, so registered retirement income funds. The minimum withdrawals for those got reduced by 25%, but what does that mean? Yeah, they got reduced by 25% uh, kind of in the 
um, worst part of the uh, market correction there. And the reason they did that is because they didn't want retirees to be forced to be taking out money uh, during such a big market uh, crash. And so the, what that means is that, uh, you, you know, if you haven't taken out your RIF withdrawal yet, uh, that you're able to lower that minimum RIF payment by 25% and keep it working in your RIF for as long as possible. Also, remember, any money that you take out of your RIF is, is taxed at full pop. So the less money you take out, the lower your tax bill is going to be. Uh, and of course, the lower tax bill is also positive uh, when calculating your uh, old age security. Uh, and maybe you'll get more this year. So again, everyone's situation is unique. You do have to talk to your advisor uh, or an advisor in general just because uh, this may or may not uh, be the right move for you. Uh, And also, you just want to see how it impacts uh, you longer term. But overall, if you don't need that RIF payment right away or you have other places to to take money from, such such as a joint account or other areas, you might want to do that first and keep that money inside your RIF and take advantage of them uh, reducing that by 25% this year. All right. As always, great advice. Thank you, Lori. Thanks so much, Simi. You have a fantastic week. You too. Thank you. That's Lori Pinkowski. And as always, if you have any questions or maybe you want to talk to the Pinkowski Wealth Management Team directly, give them a call 604-915-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca. Lori, of course, is the Senior Vice President and Senior Portfolio Manager at Raymond James.